0: Hey Rebel, welcome to Untoxify Your Relationship. Here we will talk about all things healthy and how to get that toxic mess out of you and your partnership. I'm your host Melissa Webb, a practicing licensed mental health therapist with 10 years experience. I've been on a journey encouraging women to throw the middle finger up at society and to become a rebel, to go against the grain of who and what you are supposed to be and grow into what God has created you to be. And I do this by teaching them skills to cultivate stronger relationships through healthy theology and mental health practices. All right, let's go ahead and hop into it. Hey y'all, it is episode 13 and today we are going to discuss cuffing season. I remember in my 20s I'd be like, hey y'all, it's cuffing season. I don't know why I was so excited about cuffing season. I was always single doing this time <laughs> in my 20s and even early 30s and shit even now, right? And that's okay. I'm totally okay with being single during this season. However, it's cuffing season. It's getting cold outside, finally, because it's been super hot the last couple of weeks. So now it's finally getting cold outside. The winter lights are going up. You know, the holidays are upon us. And sometimes you want someone to take with you to these holiday parties, um, the company holiday parties, or even like your family house. And don't forget New Year's Eve, you know, you gotta have a date for New Year's Eve. Uh, so that way you can kiss someone in the new year. Never understood that tradition, but here we are. And cup of season is an interesting time where people get in these relationships because they want a warm body right next to them. I mean, body heat is probably the best heat. It definitely keeps your, um, your heat heating bill down. You got someone snuggled up right next to you in the bed or on the couch or whatever. But even during this weird time, you can navigate cuffing season in a very healthy way. I think cuffing season gets a bad rap because a lot of times it's short-term relationships and people just feel like people just out here just using people, again, to have a warm body and to not pay a high heating bill. But I think overall, the truth is you can navigate cupping season in a really healthy way. And that's why we're here. Um, So today we're going to discuss what is cupping season. I've been talking about it for like the last two minutes. You're like, what is it we're going to talk about that and then we're also going to discuss five ways you can navigate cuffing season in a healthy way so let's go ahead and hop into it cuffing season is during the colder months so usually starting october and ending in march where people start relationships it's usually when a person handcuffs themselves to a partner out of necessity are desperation, and like I said earlier, um, because of the dark, darker and colder days, like the uh, the shorter daytime and the more dark and colder nights, um, there's a drop in serotonin, right? And that can equal loneliness. Uh, people who have seasonal affective disorder um they usually have some loneliness, some fatigue, some sadness. So this is where SAD, uh, seasonal affective disorder kind of comes in because people have a drop in serotonin. During cuffing season, relationships are short. And sometimes people get locked into relationships that they don't really want to be in. They're just kind of like, yeah, you're you're good for the season. <laughs> you're good during these colder months. Or, you know, sometimes cuffing season can go long-term. And the reason why cuffing season happened is because of that human connection which equals to an increase of serotonin. So back to that warm body, it's all about that cuddling and warm body and being close to someone which boosts the serotonin. So that's just a little background on cuffing season. So how do we navigate it in a healthy way? Well, one, you need to know what you want going into cuffing season. Do you want a short term relationship? Do you want a long term relationship? Do you want to be single? All of those are okay. Just make sure whoever you are dating, that both you guys are on the same page. Second thing, make sure you're setting boundaries and expectations in the relationship. So I know a lot of times I get asked, what's the difference between boundaries and expectations? I think they both work hand in hand. You have expectations, which then creates boundaries. And then you expect for those boundaries to be respected. So that can look like if you expect a short-term relationship with a person, that's your boundary. So you say, Hey, I don't, I really only want something short term. Not looking for nothing long term. So, by when March thirtieth comes around, I'm gonna go ahead and head out. And you expect for that person to respect your boundary of we just here for for a short time and a good time, and then we can go our separate ways. So that's how your expectations can create a boundary. My advice, if you uh, for your expectations your boundaries, is to clearly communicate them early. In the relationship. So if you're swiping right on Bumble or any of these other apps, just make sure you put either in your profile or when y'all start talking, hey, I'm only looking for something between October and March because it's cutting season. I'm trying to make my roster so I can go ahead and be ready for these cold months. And here are some expectations. One expectation can be, you know, you need a date to take to your Christmas party um, to go to your 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 family house for Thanksgiving, and you got tickets to a New Year's Eve party or ball or gala, and you need a date up front. You just let the person know, hey. So basically, <laughs> I really just need you to tag along with me to some of these things. I mean, we can hook up every once in a while, and I mean, hook up me hanging out and just drinking some coffee, and we can go about our merry way. Just make sure you state that in the beginning. Y'all see the. Set your physical boundaries. So are you having sex or not? How many times y'all seeing each other? Are you only seeing them once a week? You seeing them every weekend? Are you spending night at each other's houses? So know what those are and then set those boundaries accordingly to your expectations. Another thing you can ask, you know, is this just a public relationship or are we gonna be is this just a private relationship? Because you might just want your person in private and you might not want them in public. It's again, that's your business. I ain't gonna be all up in it. But whatever it is that you expect from the relationship, set those boundaries and let them know in the beginning. Don't let people assume like, oh, I really like this person and we getting along and all that's great. And But in your head, you're like, I'm only here for a short time. Let them know. Don't, don't do the person dirty like that. Don't let them assume that it's something different than what it is. Let them know what your boundary is and keep it moving. Number three, don't ignore the red flags. Just because you might want a short-term relationship doesn't mean that you should not ignore the red flags. red flags are still important right they still tell us to stop whether or not it's short or long term so if you see something that's off or you see something that you like "Mm, i might need to pay attention to that pay attention to it because it's telling you something so the rules still apply regardless of the short or long term relationship and if you're having issues with knowing what red flags are Go ahead and go to, I guess, two or three episodes ago when I talked about the top red flags in a relationship. And I will definitely link that in the show notes. Number four, don't ghost the relationship. If this person's just not working out, or let's say you done all the things you needed to do with this person, it's after New Year's, and you like, well, I'm gonna go ahead and head out, let them know. Um, Let's be mature adults about this and communicate your needs, your wants, or communicating the end of the relationship because it's no longer serving you. And that's okay. You just need to let that person know, like, hey, had a good time and this is just not working for me and I enjoyed us hanging out, but right now I just don't want to continue this relationship. Thank you for a good time and, you know, I will talk to you later if we see each other out here in these streets and that's okay just be okay with that and it may hurt because ending something can hurt on both ends and so just acknowledge your feelings and your emotions and deal with that and then move on to the next best thing and then number five know that it's okay to be single Doing cuffing season. This is a good time to get to know who you are, to learn more about yourself, and to do the work that you need to do in order to have the best relationship possible. Because at the end of the day, you still gotta do the work. If you just went through a breakup, might not be a good time to go to uh, to participate. In cuffing season, again, you do what you want. It's your business. However, getting over maybe a long-term relationship and then two or three months later, you're like, oh, it's cuffing season. Let me go ahead and get cuffed up with someone. Again, it's your business. You do what you want. However, I I don't recommend it. Zero out of five stars. (laughs) Like you don't have to participate in cuffing season. Um, If you just need to chill out and just be single, It's all really okay just to be single. Like I'm enjoying this single life. I think it's great. I have time to hang out with my friends, hang out with my kids, hang out with family. Like I don't have to answer to anyone or talk to them all day and do all the things that come with a relationship. I'm kind of free from that. It's kind of kind of exhilarating. Focusing on you is a thing. So the next time, so when cuffing season is over and summer hits or spring hits, and you know a relationship comes to you then you'll be ready to go ahead and get into that but if you don't do the work and work on yourself and heal from the past or heal from that past relationship and you just keep jumping from relationship to relationship to relationship they ain't gonna work out because you ain't did the work so do the work now before getting into anything else and trying to figure out who you are what you need to work on and be with someone else. It just looks a little messy and if it was me, I'd rather go into something that's not as messy. But again, it's your life, you do what you want. And that's it, very short episode this week. I hope this was helpful in you navigating cuffing season. As always, we have episodes that drop on Monday. Like, share, subscribe. Tell your mama, your cousin, and your uncle and them, all your friends, everybody about this pod. And as always, stay classy. And I will see you next week. Peace. Thank you for listening. Go ahead and share this episode with your family and friends. Don't forget to take the quiz on my website to figure out which Beyonce song matches your toxic traits. Go ahead and check it out at the-revolution.com. That's T-H-E-R-E-B-E-L-U-T-I-O-N.com. Thanks and see you next time.